Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we are talking about a brand new MCU movie, a sequel to the acclaimed movie uh, from, oh my gosh, when did that movie come out? 2018. The 2018 film Black mm. Panther. We're talking Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. This will be a spoiler-free discussion. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, it's okay. You can listen to this. We'll talk about some of the things we enjoyed from the movie, some things to look out for, and our overall impressions without going into too much detail about the plot, the fates of some of our characters, and any of the new things that um, will be really fun and surprising, I think, for you. Uh, we're really excited. My name's Emmanuel. My name's Brent. And we're... I, I, uh, we just watched the movie. <laughs> we just we just watched Wakanda Forever. Saw an IMAX. Yeah, and to, you know uh, what? Hook up. Yeah. Generally, we don't pod right after watching a movie. Like we'll watch a movie, or for our Star Wars podcast, like we'll watch the episode of Andor, and it'll be like days before we pod again. Yeah. Do you like how fresh it is in the mind? Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Or do you like to kind of marinate in it for a couple of weeks? You know. A couple, uh, not quite a couple of weeks. I don't really need a couple of weeks, but I, I do like to marinate typically uh, and kind of, uh, you know, let things sink in, you know, like, like oftentimes all anytime I, not anytime, but most of the time when I watch like a new movie, uh, at least in terms of letterboxed and like quantifying how I feel about it or writing about it or rating it, like I'll, I'll wait till the next day and just kind of see how it's like sitting with me. Um, you know, and so, so, I mean, this, this is coming fresh this, yeah. this week. It's coming hot off the press. If you, uh, so here's just some general, I think, uh, here's a general premise for the new movie Wakanda forever. Um, after the untimely death, I'm not writing this Brent. This is off the dome. Okay. This is mm -hmm. literally mind writing happening right now. Mind or, writing. Wow. Isn't that just thinking? Isn't mind writing just like... I think it's thoughts? just human thought, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, after the untimely death of King T'Challa, the leaders of Wakanda face threats from multiple fronts, including, I would say, like certain nations on the planet Earth, and a new threat in the undersea nation of Talokan ruled by Namor, uh, who is kind of an interpretation of a really, I think, old era comic book villain slash anti-hero uh, that is Namor, the Submariner. Uh, there's a lot of going on in this movie. We'll get into some of the, some of the characters and some of the themes of the stuff, but just since we've established, we just saw the movie a couple hours ago, Brent, what did you think of Black Panther Wakanda forever? Uh, you know, I, I think it was, really good and i and i liked it a lot that's that's my kind of like quick summation of how i feel about it uh you know s certain things i'm i'm like still like hmm let's see you know how how i feel on rewatch of that that specific thing or or stuff like that but you know when we talk about this movie um it's it's kind of it's kind of insane that they made it right. Like, because I was thinking about this on the, on the drive home of like how many, <laughs> how many movies do they make a sequel to where like the person died in the original 
And then they make a sequel that they have to confront that loss and they take it head on. This movie takes it head on in ways that I found really interesting and cool, um, you know, and, and respectful uh, of, of kind of uh, how, how they, you know, worked it into it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it, it was really bold of them to make this movie in the first place. And I think it's, it's basically as good as it, as good as it could have been, which is pretty damn good. Like, I think the first movie, you know, upon rewatching it, like, uh, last week, uh, was the first time since I'd seen it, you know, in theaters. Um, I was like, man, this movie is really capturing something special. And I think, you know, the first movie really has, uh, you know, it has Chadwick going for it and it has um, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Who are both like incredible. And like Chadwick in that movie, I I almost don't think, I almost think it's like a little underappreciated how good he is in that movie. And like you, you do feel something missing in this one. And, and, um, and it's obvious that, you know, it's the main character of this, this series uh, but what they do with that loss and what they do with kind of the legacy of Black Panther and of, uh, you know, the roles of leaders of, of, of nations and things like that with, uh, uh, Namor and, uh, you know, black, you know, the leaders of Wakanda, I'll just leave it there, I guess. Um, I think is really interesting and cool. Um, it's got some incredible performances, some really exciting set pieces. Uh, I mean, it's an MCU movie, so you know that stuff is is kind of going to be there. Uh, but it really does have like a heart to it that um, I was really hoping to, you know, that I was really hoping was going to be there with like the loss of Chadwick and stuff. It really feels like that fueled kind of like the heart of the story. Um, even if there's a lot of elements, there's the there's the MCU kind of like world buildy stuff that they're going to get in there, you know, and, and they do that. Um, but, uh, but there's a good heart to the the movie. So um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. I think it is really rare. I think even with some of the highest profile versions of, you know, actors passing away, like the dark Knight or like the crow, those movies, captured something in the zeitgeist because people went to go see maybe one of the final performances of those actors. But this is a movie that it was written and constructed to kind of address the loss in a really interesting way that I don't think we've ever seen before. And let's be honest, the MCU is maybe the most watched like monoculture thing for the, for everyone. They, everybody watches MCU movies yeah, generally. So it's really cool to see it on, on, on that level, but the movie in itself just kind of reminds me how great, I think we talked about this walking out of the movie theater, how great a burden it is to be Ryan Coogler to kind of manage such a high stakes um, kind of, you know, large <laughs> sequences, massive, um, you know, box office expectations franchise and mm-hmm. a really personal story, which ultimately, even with, uh, you know, Suri, Ramonda or, or, or the, the Queen of Wakanda, um, you know, all of the Lupita Nyong'o's character, like 
it still felt incredibly personal and maybe cathartic for them, even though they're portraying quite honestly, like fantastical, like Hamlet characters, you know, these are all Kings and Queens and generals yeah. managing a country, but it was really heartfelt. And I think a lot of the audience members will feel that catharsis too, watching it. And, you know, they do, yeah. they do. And it's, and it's not heavy handed. And I think Brent, you and I were really scared going to the movie because we've seen versions of this kind of like honoring people who have passed that is uh, really, really, uh, I would say borderline like emotionally manipulative, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. and this wasn't that heavy handed. People did cry in our movie theater, but it wasn't necessarily them, you know, just really hammering in the fact that somebody was gone. Um, and I thought I really appreciated that because all of the characters in this movie are dealing with this loss in different ways and none of them are directly like the right way, but you see kind of how it plays into this broader thing that's happening. You're right. There's a lot of world building in this. There's connections like, um, Ironheart who's getting her own show on Disney plus that I thought was pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. you know, the way that they kind of. Um, included her. There were other characters that you could tell were without spoiling anything that a lot of people don't even know are in this movie or like are, is it isn't super highlighted, but felt a little more shoehorned, I guess, than other things. But I yeah. mean, that's kind of unavoidable, I think, with Marvel and that, you know, I think we kind of we kind of wrestled with the finale because landing the plane isn't necessarily always perfect for Marvel when you have so many elements. But I think yeah. they did a good job. I don't know what you thought. Like, I think they did an okay job because we were we were gaming it out in the car. Like, here's all of the other ways they can end such a big movie like Wakanda Forever. Yeah. And a lot of them weren't great. Like, the other options were kind of either way over the top, forced, or yeah. the stuff we've seen a hundred times before. So I ended up yeah. falling on the side of, like, you know, they did a good job. Like, the ending was was pretty solid for what they had. I think, I think so too. Definitely. Yeah. Because we're, we were kind of talking about how <clears throat> like on top of ending <clears throat> a movie with its own on screen characters and, and, you know, plot and kind of the conflict and things like that, you have this, like this kind of like looming presence of, you know, the mantle of black Panther, the kind of legacy of uh, of T'Challa and, and all that stuff and um, yeah and I th and I think they I think they managed that that pretty well um, uh, yeah man I almost yeah. just, I keep wanting to like dive yeah into and we can't <laughs> like I, I want to talk about some of these characters but we can't just because we can't um, because our feelings are so attached to where they end up you know toward you know the resolution sure, yeah. of the movie but I do want to talk about Tanakh Huerta who plays uh, Namor. Namor or Namor, like they pronounce yeah. it multiple ways in the movie. Yeah, yeah. What did you think about his character without, of course, like talking about the, you know, the, the way it ends up for him? But what, what do you, what do you think about Namor and um, the, oh my gosh, sorry, my cat. Oh, going, oh, that cat's my, going buck wild. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. real life. Well, um, cameo, yeah. But what do you think about <laughs> Namor and Talokan and kind of the, the I guess the interpretation of him in this movie. Yeah, uh, I I liked uh, I liked uh, Namor Namor uh, 
I'm not gonna. Tr- I'm not gonna nail rolling my R's. Not gonna guys. try to I've roll your R's hard. I've practiced. <laughs> I I can't do it. I'm not good at it. Um, but yeah, I think I think the actor, uh, Tana Cuerta, um, does a does a really great job, and I think he it's such a cool design. Like I kept thinking that throughout the movie, and like if, if seen if you've seen the trailer, like you know kind of what he looks like. Like he, he looks so fucking cool. Um, and I and I like what they do with his character and his motivations and uh, Telecon was the, is his kind of kingdom Hmm. Uh, without going into specifics. I think all that stuff is like really cool and really well done and kind of like beautifully executed, like artistically. And you'll, you'll kind of see what I mean. There's really cool sequences. Um, But yeah, I, I like that. uh, Like, I guess the the movie isn't just called Wakanda Forever, right? Yeah, Black Panther Wakanda mm-hmm. Forever. So it's still in the title. But, you know, without spoiling things, like I, I like that this movie, you know, has a broader focus than a superhero, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like Yeah, um, they he represents something and yeah. uh, you know, emotionally, but also I would say like in the broader scope of i guess like the telling of the human story he represents a very important part of that and kind of his own version of black panther in a lot of ways in the movie um which was you know really interesting and honestly like a formidable anti-hero and we just got michael b jordan as killmonger in the first black panther and it seems like you know, in terms of villains and there's only two Black Panther movies. So there's not like a giant repertoire of Black Panther films so far, but they're really nailing, I think, whatever the foil is to the Wakandans. Um, Yeah. This is another great one. Like, I think so. Yeah. You, you said formidable. And that is, that is absolutely what I thought a couple of times watching the movie. I was like this, you know, without spoiling things like he's, he's a, he's a worthy. It's cool. Yeah. And there, there are some really fun, uh, uh, world building thing. Yeah. It's, it's there. just there's yeah, yeah. things it's, they do with him. Yeah. It's grounded in a real culture, you know, Mayan culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that only lends itself to making the character um, just super filled out um, because there's there's moments in this where they speak, you know, Mayan. And then they switch to Wakandan and then they're speaking English. It's a lot and of then they're language. speaking, you know, French. Yeah. They're speaking, you know, they're speaking all kinds of languages, but I feel like it's it's because of just the richness of these cultures. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, Wakanda and um uh, Talokan, they have just stayed in um you know, away from the rest of the world for so long that they're able to still keep the heritage and they're not like, yeah, they're not like uh, real life, you know, which is interesting and really fun, I think. And you're right. Like the production design, I mean, and we can't really skip over the fact that the first Black Panther movie won Oscars for costume for, um, I think it won for music and production design. And I think after watching this movie, you know, I, I I think it's a totally fair thing to say that production design is still really great. The music Absolutely. really it's still really great and inspired. Um, you know, mm-hmm. sounds and and things you've never heard before. There's a 
there's some specific scenes where the music and sound and production design all kind of crescendo into like giant moments i'm thinking of maybe like uh the first time you see the the people from telecon like those types of things i was thinking of man yeah it's so so well done yeah and it's like that's the that's the stuff where like and this was the case with the first black panther too where it's like um you know speaking about marvel the mcu movies in general you know a lot of them and even even the best ones can have a bit of that same mcu kind of like some some sameness there like some stuff that feels a little bit like something you've seen in one of the other movies but like it's truly a testament to like a great director like ryan coogler or like uh um i don't know like taika in ragnarok at least no offense um to (laughs) love and thunder i like love and thunder um but uh it's it's like a testament to like a unique specific director when you have sequences like that or like some others in uh wakana forever where you're just like this is like a cool take and it's like not something that feels like a house style or like anything generic it's like specific decisions being made by like very creative people, which is is uh, cool to see. Well, let's talk about another new addition to this movie. And I know we're not talking about a lot of the characters from the first Black Panther, but it's only because it's hard not to spoil our th- the movie without sharing our full thoughts on like Shuri and Nakia and Okoye and R- Queen Ramonda. Like, there's th- the things that happen to them are like astronomically like world shifting for Wakanda and the MCU that we can't get into too much detail. But I do mm-hmm. want to talk about Dominic Thorne playing Riri Williams or Ironheart. What did you think about her um, in the movie? She's in the trailer. We know she, she's like in a Lexus commercial for this movie. So we know she's <laughs> in the movie. What did you think about her addition and kind of her dynamic with the rest of the cast? Uh, I, th- I think she's really fun. I, I uh, you know, <laughs> again, without like going in, into specific like story stuff and how she factors in, which is important to the movie. And I think, and done in a cool way. Um, it definitely left me not knowing much about her. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but very intrigued and like, I want to know more. Cause like they're, they're, you know, the, the movie shows enough where you're like, this character is really cool and fun. And yeah. uh, I can't wait to see, you know, like I'm hoping that Disney plus show is like maybe some origin stuff. It sounds like her, or I don't know like anything yeah. about the Ironheart comics. <laughs> um, so again, it'll be like one of the cool Disney plus experiences for me where I'm like going in blind. Like I can't wait to see what this character is about. Um, so yeah, I hope they show like some of her origin stuff because some of that's alluded to and it sounds really fun and uh, well, maybe not all of it fun, but, yeah. but it sounds uh, intriguing and like very different and kind of unique for the MCU. So I'm pretty excited to, uh, yeah, to see her, see, see more of her and other stuff. Yeah. I think she was really, I mean, and, and this is one of the things I was talking about, like it could have been incredibly out of place to have her, but it's kind of, she's kind of integral to the story. At least, Mm -hmm. you know, the plot, she has great rapport with Suri and the rest of the, uh, characters that she interacts with, but she's like the spiritual successor to Iron Man. She's a newer addition to like the Marvel comic books. And, 
You're right, though. They're pretty efficient with her backstory a lot of times in this. And I feel like it's because <laughs> obviously it's not about her, but, you know, it is cool to see her. I do hope we see more. Um, and it's a uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's 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 a it's a cool thing to have someone who's not from Wakanda because she's an American. She's from Chicago. She's going to MIT, right. you know. So like, That's right, yeah. it's always cool to have that perspective. And I think in the first one, Martin Freeman obviously had that because he wasn't supposed to be there. Um, and he's back in this movie, but in a smaller role. And um, I think it's it's I think it's cool to kind of show that. Um, do you do you, real quick? Do you want to feel very old? Yes, because, uh, I do. Get, Guess how old Riri Williams oh, no. was when uh, Tony Stark was trapped in the cave with a box of scraps. Like 10 or something. She was five years old. Wow. But we're all yeah. very, we're all old people now. Yeah. Uh, and I got to say this about the MCU. A lot of the things that they're leading up to are skewing younger, you know, like young Avengers stuff. They're introducing like the next gen. So you and I are probably aged out of being in the MCU now. We're too old. We're going to, I'm going to be playing, I, I, the, the official announcement is yeah. coming soon, but I can, I think I can say here that I'm going to be playing Peter Parker's great uncle. Wow. And yeah. a upcoming Disney plus show. You're telling me mm -hmm. that you are on par with aunt with, with, uh, uh, aunt may is that her name? Yeah. Like you're telling me that I just realized that that didn't make sense. What I said, because I just described aunt may and uncle Ben. Yeah. Cause who, uncle Ben who is look great by the way. Like they I mean, both may, listen, look better than us now. Absolutely. 1000%. I hope to age one tenth as well as Marissa Tomei has. Yeah. Well, let's, I guess, wrap up our spoiler free discussion with some, some final thoughts on black Panther Wakanda forever. I know we couldn't really talk about it too much because of spoilers, but um, Brent, what are your final thoughts on, on black Panther Wakanda forever? Anything that you want to tell people going into it? Yeah. Um, I, I really liked it a lot. I, th I think they, they managed to, you know, uh, again, I think they managed to kind of thread that needle of like the impossible circumstances of, you know, the process of making this movie uh, of telling their own story, but also of one that is impacted by that loss in some pretty, um, pretty powerful ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. And I think it, that it tells its own, own interesting story that, uh, you know, has, has bigger themes than, than most MCU things. Like that's what I really like too, so far about, both Black Panther movies is like they are, um, you know, th thematically doing something a little deeper than uh, than other MCU projects, and they're all fun. They're all like a good time, but like it's it's cool to see kind of like the sights aimed a little higher in these Black Panther movies, and and they managed to do some really awesome stuff with uh, with the whole cast um, and. Uh, yeah, and uh, Namor too. Like, uh, you know, I think I think he's a really cool kind of foil to, I'll just say Wakanda in general. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it's a really I, I enjoy it because it reminds me a lot of the first Black Panther in the way that these worlds are so rich. They're so textures, textured. The stories are really complicated. This could have been a fairly simple movie, but you know, it's two and a half hours long, but and it's sort of still very light on its feet at that runtime. I know it's really, really long, but yeah, you know, it 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 is kind of a chess match between the you know namor and uh the people of wakanda and i think it's really fun to see it um and it's still a really personal movie dealing with grief dealing with loss dealing with how to react to things that are unexpected like that um which is is great and i think it's you know i i hope that you know this movie especially gets gets a chance to kind of directly deal with the loss of its star um Mm. Yeah, and so it, it doesn't feel that disingenuous or anything. And I will say this too, like tonally, the movie is all kind of good. You know, like there's only one after credit scene that actually fits into the movie. Does yeah. that make sense? And even then it kind of breaks the Marvel mode of oh by the it way, does, man. Here's yeah. the other thing. But I yeah. feel like it's I feel like that's just kind of the level of respect for what this movie is trying to do. And you're right. You started off saying this movie probably had everything up against it, which is true. And we shouldn't judge a movie based on a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, but the main actor passes away. And then there's just a ton of stuff backstage or behind the scenes that you hear of that makes you really worried for just even the, the finishing of the film. And it's a really good movie. I think it's worth watching on a giant screen because yeah, you know, we were talking about production design earlier, but it looks really good too. The worlds that you see and the the people that you see and the sequences, the action sequences, all of that is is really well done. Um, and I guess you know, Ryan Coogler, my goodness, what will he do next? Huh, Brent? You want him to have a Star Wars? That's like your you want. I mean, you want hey, everyone to say give, Star Wars. Give every, give everyone a Star Wars. I mean, rumors that I've heard are that they want Coogler to be the new kind of Russo brother. Like I have heard they want him for secret wars. Um, I think he's about as good of a pick as you can get for a project like that. You know, yeah. like he, I think that he knows me. that balance really well. And he fought, and I think we were talking about this too, when we left the theater and we love Marvel, we love the MCU, but the amount of pressure to do things a certain way and to introduce things and to like, fill in the marvel stuff um yeah must be so hard and he tends to kind of like really go against that and be like hey i want this to be about you know something that everyone can empathize with i think that's really good or he wants to show a side of a story that no one's seen before i think that's that's really great and admirable but cool yeah we hope that you watch black panther wakanda forever this weekend we will have a full spoiler full long episode coming out on monday but for now brent what uh what do you have to plug uh oh man uh yeah just all the all the delphin pod patreon stuff uh we got screen slush on there where we're talking new shows new movies old shows old movies uh you know um top fives all sorts of cool good fun stuff movie trivias uh and uh countdown strikes back where we are covering andor 
and also we just recorded a little Tales of the Jedi episode. We recorded that, right? Yeah, we yeah. did. Um, uh, Andor, which is fucking amazing so far. It's so, so good. Maybe the best thing since like the original trilogy. Uh, wow. Really, really good. Um, I, I got to watch that today. I got to finish it. I got halfway through and it's great so far. Really wild. Um, so yeah, I'm going to finish it. But yeah, uh, go check all those out. Yeah, let us know what you thought about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Go to at DelphinPod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D on all social media. Support the pod on patreon.com slash DelphinPod. You will see us, or you will hear us at least next week. Thanks so much. (gasps) Bye. See ya.